Hey, this is Jim. Welcome back to Silent Sales Machine Radio. I've got a guest today that's going to talk with us about how to find untapped niche markets on Amazon using Amazon's paid ads. It's an interesting strategy in that it takes a little bit of education to understand the nuts and bolts of it, but it's something that I think on today's episode is going to sink in pretty deep. Some of you will be able to go start testing this strategy out on your own, not needing any course or instruction. Others of you might be interested in the inexpensive course that we're going to talk about as part of today's episode as well. But we have a proven strategy for finding untapped, underserved niche markets by exploring Amazon's paid ads system. That's pay-per-click advertising. I would guess that most people who are watching or listening to today's episode have never experimented with Amazon's paid ads. Well, after today, you're really going to want to go out there and experiment with it. So we're going to meet one of the leaders from our community who is doing some great things on Amazon. He's built a great business of his own. He's helping us create content. And he's going to teach us today about how to use Amazon's paid ads to accomplish two different things. One, sell more of the stuff you've already got. That's not necessarily as exciting to me as two, how to find these niche markets that are underserved where you can begin selling products to people who are searching for product but can't find what they need on Amazon. And yes, there are millions of these gaps on Amazon. We're going to learn a little bit how to find those today. So I'm going to welcome onto the show, Mr. Rob Trin. He's going to join us here in just a moment and you're going to love this episode. All right, Rob, welcome to Silent Sales Machine Radio, buddy. Good to have you here today. Yeah, I'm very excited to be here. I'm happy. Um, this is kind of a, a surreal type thing to be on the podcast with you, but I'm really excited to, to be here and really talk about a topic that I think a lot of people want information on and struggle with. So I'm hoping I can share some great information for them. Yeah, I, th- I think this is going to be a popular one, man. I can't wait to dive into the pay-per-click topic with you. But yeah. I'd like to start with hearing some of your story. I admittedly, you've been around a while. You've made a great reputation for yourself. A lot of people know who you are in our community now. Yeah. Building a course with you, which we'll get into later in the show. But I want to meet Rob, man. Tell me about yourself a little bit and, and then your business as well. Yeah. So I started selling online um, about 20, uh, 2014 and heard about it. Didn't know that you could even sell online as a, you know, a third-party seller. Started investigating. Heard uh, some people talking about it and uh, it seemed like, hey, this might be an opportunity. My wife, Tammy, and I said, you know, we're looking for other opportunities And as we're getting older, looking for things that we can continue to do, and we tested out, um, uh, we went down the RA path initially, which a lot of people do. And what I main focus was is like, is this true? Can I do it? And, you know, can I be successful at it? And so we tested out some things first year, did it part time and was really successful at getting this all, you know, moving forward. And it seemed like a great way to be in this, you know, a space, you know, but then what I found out is I didn't really like to do RA. I, you know, I didn't want to go and be on the hunt. I know certain people like Jeff Clark, Nathan, they love going out looking for opportunities and the like. And I was just saying, you know, what is, you know, what other opportunities there and private label came up as an opportunity. And as I researched that seemed like a great opportunity. So head to, headed down that path to start learning about that got into your coaching program 
the gym uh, Cockrum coaching. And uh, I was lucky enough to have Abe Ordolani as my uh, private label coach and um, learned amazing things. He was also, you know, a data person. I'm a data person. So we really connected up really well. And I was really able to really take what he had and we were able to get into a lot of data things. So that was really exciting. And with my past life, before I got into this, I was doing software testing. So I have a lot of experience taking a lot of data information and I use Excel and I was able to do programming in Excel. So I've learned how to automate a lot of processing. Okay. So you're one of those uh, spreadsheet wizards. I used to goof around with the macros a little yeah. bit. You know, I, I know what I'm doing. Right, right, right. <laughs> and so it's pretty powerful. So I was able to take from my previous job, I saw a parallel when you're doing research and said, you know, what are the things that I can take from that and, and, and simplify this process and, and accelerate it? And from that, I'm learning, you know, with Abe, he introduced me to uh, Ryan Rieger and Jenny Hunt and their, the, the PPL group, uh, and they have a membership program called Private Label in a Box. And they said, this might be a great fit with this strategies and techniques and tools that you've developed to help me learn, you know, find products. You can help that with that community. So we talked, seemed like a great fit. We decided to partner up and I guess it's a little over a year now, maybe a year and a half that I've been managing the private label in a box team for them. Beautiful. And so that's how we got into that. And then they said to me, you know, we see a problem with people struggling with PPC. Would you be interested in doing a webinar with us? And, and so last year we did a webinar called the ABCs of PPC uh, with Ryan and Jenny um, I also did it in Q4 group last year. I did it in their bundling group. I did it for PAC. But what we realized is it was, it was a webinar. So it really wasn't a structured approach to how to, you know, really learn this in, a, a, you know, bite-sized pieces. So your, your community reached out to me. Uh, Stephen Deaton said, hey, would you be interested in creating a course with us? And I said, yeah, that'd be awesome. So that's kind of where, <laughs> where we lead up yeah, to today yeah. and where we're at. You know, There's was- a few acronyms we, we're, we're, we've thrown in there, but, and I'll put all these links mm-hmm. in the show notes today, guys. Maybe this is a good time to remind everyone, you can go to silentgym.com slash podcast for today's episode and get all the links, anything we're mentioning today. So you don't have to write down furiously, but <laughs> uh, just in case there's someone who truly is green to internet marketing and, and online business, PPC is simply pay-per-click marketing. It's been around for a while now, but Amazon has a pay-per-click marketing program where you can pay to get traffic and views to your listings and your products. And that's what Rob is really good at. And the course that he's talking about is it's specifically designed for those who are brand new, those who maybe have a little experience, but don't know quite what they're doing. That's who we made this course for because we the proven Amazon course, which is our flagship course, really lacked that element until we've started developing this content. Right. So yeah, I'm excited right now. If you, if, let's just go ahead and drop the website, Proven AZ PPC, as in Proven Amazon Pay-Per-Click. ProvenAZPPC.com. Again, that link will be in the show notes. But I, would, I want to talk more about the course here in a few minutes because I know that's your expertise yeah. and you've, you've done some really cool things there. I want to hear a little bit more about your business though, because we jumped from your story into a little bit about what you're doing with us now. Right. Let's fill in that gap. Like I still want to know a little bit more about Rob. Yeah. So business wise now, you know, it's funny. My main process or thought process was 
when I got into coaching is I'm going to be the private label guy, the PL guy, and I'm going to create private label products and go down that path. And I, and I have done that and I have, you know, a series of products that I'm currently private labeling and selling right now. Um, I'm also taking a step back. I, I, you know, I have been involved with, or went through the certification for the proven audience formula, uh, the path course. And so I'm, I'm just taking a step back to do that type of process to build an audience and really try to figure out what I can develop for people. Once I've developed solid audience, my wife, Tammy and I have some ideas and things we're focusing on. So we're, we're heading down that path. So we have private label going, you know, we're trying to build an audience and getting that just going. And, but then now, because what I told you is like, now I've gotten in also to the community. And so now I've been spending my time helping the community coming up with uh, different strategies and tools and techniques to help in that community. You know, one of them obviously is this course also being developed. So it's kind of like, you know, looking at um, these opportunities came up that I wasn't even expecting when I started down this path. So I'm honored that I can at least be able to share a lot of the experiences that I've gone to, and it's and I haven't gone as far as in the private label that I originally planned, but it's gone to a point where I'm really satisfied with it. But I'm great that I'm able to actually get into the community and really help out and uh, help people, you know, with their problems and whatever areas that I can contribute in that type of factor. Yeah, and, and that's beautiful. We have yeah, there's so many roles to fill around here. Yeah. And as the community continues to grow. And we really did lack, you know, there's only a couple of guys that come to mind when we talk about pay per click in our community and doing it the way that we like to do it. There's a couple of schools of thoughts, you know, pay per click marketing's been around forever. And there's a couple of schools of thought out there, but there's a lot of people that throw away a lot of money very rapidly. Yes. Unfortunately, because they they just don't understand it. They think, oh, if I can pay money and be at the top of the listing, that's awesome. And so they pay a lot of money and they're at the top and they sell a lot of product, but then they do the math at the end of the month and they yeah. spent ten thousand dollars to sell four thousand dollars worth of stuff. And it's like <laughs> that's you know, right. That's not sustainable. And that's the mistake a lot of people make when they jump in is they just kind of feed the beast some cash and they enjoy that visual of, oh, look, I'm up at the top of the listing. Uh, sponsored right there, boom. And customers will buy your stuff, but the math has to work. So it is kind of a, you have to know a little bit of the tech, the number side. You've got to crunch the numbers, follow the numbers, make sure what you're doing is working. Test small. Yes. And those are some of the elements that, that you've developed and got really good at and you've helped a lot of our students do very well with. Yeah. Uh, so let's, let's dive into that direction a little bit. You know, let's talk a little bit about your pay-per-click strategies on Amazon specifically, yeah. who should be using it. And, and I'll just kind of you know, toss it back to you. Talk us through it. Yeah. So when you think about it, and I just want to kind of preface a couple things. Sometimes people think like you're saying, um, you, you have already a product and you're going to be running advertising to make sales. And that is a part of our strategy, but it's not our initial part. So there's really two initial parts that we start with. And, and as you said, for a lot of people that are starting out and maybe have some products they've been testing, that's our focal point initially. It's like, how can, if you're in that process of, I'm trying to find a product, I don't want to go too deep in it. I want to make sure that this is going to make sense for me to move forward. How can I use sponsored ads to assist me in the testing? And the main reason that we use sponsored ads or one... Or, I shouldn't say the main, but one of the main reasons is a lot of people, when they're doing the testing 
part or doing the research part, they're using tools. And tools are great. I love tools. However, a lot of the metrics that they give you are estimates. So, you know, if you go to um, Amazon, for example, and do a search for a product, you can pull up a product and certain data points are real, right? Reviews are one of them, right? You can go there and see the number of reviews that that particular product has, but you won't see searches. You won't see sales on these things. So these uh, tools that are out there, they do some great, they have some great algorithms and they estimate what the search volumes are, sales, other types of things. But one, realize it's an estimate. And two, a lot of those estimates are also based on the market as a whole. It's not necessarily how your product is going to perform. So we want to use the sponsored ads as a way to validate what the data that they estimated and see, too, can you perform at that same level? Because if you're um, a new seller, you may have uh, different performance indicators from other people that have been selling, you know? So, and if you're brand new, if you don't have any conversions, you're treated differently by Amazon. So all of these things we want to test out in the phase that we're doing. And it's a seven day window is our main test window that we want to go through and do that testing. Let me just share something that you know, we've covered. And those of you who may think to yourself, this sounds a little familiar if you've been listening to our show for a while, the core of our PPI strategy, which we haven't talked about in a while, is that you use Amazon's paid ads, pay-per-click paid ads, to not sell more of the products you've already got and hopefully dig yourself out of the hole using creative marketing because I've got a garage full of stuff. That's not how we teach it. We teach it as a way, like Rob's describing, as a way to test and prove concepts before you dive in. Yeah. And just to restate what you just said, Rob, in my own language, just so it connects with hopefully more people who have heard you, now they're going to hear me say it. Yeah. Amazon doesn't share the data that you'd love to have as a seller unless you run a paid ad. And then they share a lot of data with you. Yes. On those keywords. That's our old golden gap strategy that folks may have heard us talk about that still works beautifully from past, actually works better now than it ever has where you can test keywords and you're no longer guessing using a third-party tool. Because like you said, Rob, all those third-party tools, we've got some great partners, there's some good tools out there, but all of them, without exception, you name the tool, they are guessing and they are wildly inaccurate (laughs) in in a lot of cases. And the only way to know for sure, you can know exactly, and I'll give you a specific example, Rob, you can know exactly how many people per day are searching for yellow dog dishes. That's right, yeah. Yeah without using any tools, Mm -hmm. paid tools. Just Mm -hmm. run an ad for yellow dog dish and try to sell a yellow dog dish. And Amazon's going to tell you how many people today typed that phrase into Amazon. Now you know exactly how many people searched and you can find incredible gaps in the marketplace that way. So I just wanted to restate what you already said. Yeah. Hopefully a little, it's just a slightly different angle. And those of you who have heard the PPI episodes, maybe I'll link to those in today's episode because that, that would be some great background too. Uh, since we're kind of diving a little bit into uh, discovering powerful keywords. Yeah. Because again, the opportunity, let's just to state it with super clarity, like this is the elevator pitch for where we're going today, I think, is what if you could find keyword phrases where there's thousands or tens of thousands of people per week searching for an item, mm-hmm. but nobody's providing that item. Right. That's a huge gap at the marketplace. And we want to help you discover those. So that's a lot of what we teach when it comes to paid 
advertising is not just helping you sell more of that garage full of stuff you right. wish you never bought because you bought a bad course instead of the proven Amazon course. Right, right. right. You, you can use it creatively for some of that, but more importantly and more, more excitingly, we like to discover these gaps in the marketplace. Yeah. Cool. All right. Keep it rocking, man. Yeah. So that's kind of stage one, the testing, when to validate if you're using a tool, how did you know your results compare to that? And then if you get to the point of a go, no go, and or I should say you will at the end of the test get to a point where you're going to make a decision. Should I go further on with this product or should I abort it and move on to something else? And so an important part also when you're starting this out is it's really important to have a budget for both the sponsored ads because it's going to cost you money. Because like Jim just said, Amazon will tell you all this information, but you're going to have to buy it from them. They don't give it to you for free. Now, one of the things that, and Jim had said at the beginning, is like a lot of people get into sponsored ads and they spend a lot of money and maybe because they didn't know what they were doing or whatever the process and they're, and they're fearful of moving forward. And so I was using that also as a gauge to make sure as I've developed this, that we really want to be able to know what your budget is and to be able to show you strategies to maintain that and minimize the excess spend and how to control that and remove the keywords and phrases that are just costing you a lot of money and you're not getting the data that you really need. So it's a big focal point. And so, and then knowing what that goal is at the end of what do you want that product to do? Because some people will say, you know, I want as my products that I'm creating, I want to make so much money per month. Let's say it's $5,000. Some may say, I want the product to perform a certain way. So I want it to get 10 clicks a day and I want to get $10 profit for each one of those clicks. You have to decide what you want. And by having that beforehand, when you go through the testing and, and get to the end, you'll have a better feel of, does this product fit in with your goal and how much you have a, to spend on what the data is telling you of what it's going to give you. And so while at the end of your test, if you had, say, a dollar amount, it may not achieve exactly what you wanted originally. So let's say if it was $5,000 a month, maybe it gave you $1,000 a month. Well, it doesn't mean that that product failed, if you will, or is not the product for you, right? You can take that. And if it's a product that you can source relatively easy, doesn't take a lot of effort to manage, you can put that into your pile of the, this is going to generate money for me, right? And then look for other opportunities. So if you found five products at a thousand each, then, you know, you're going to hit your goal. Ultimately, when you add all of these up, it's all additive. So having that information beforehand is really important at the end of the test to say, is this right for me? Because I've seen a lot of people say, here, I'm, I've done all this stuff. Should I continue with this product or not? And that's very individualistic, you know, what you want to do. Plus, you need to know your numbers. Like Jim said, if you're spending for advertising or whatever your costs, you have to know, is it really profitable for you in the long term moving forward? Yeah. So pay-per-click is an adventure in, in knowing your numbers. Yeah. We'd like to take the guessing out of this, guys. Mm-hmm. That's what we're trying to do. And again, the maybe if I had a second elevator pitch, I'd be re- reminding the listeners, hey, we like to help you grow a business while taking very tiny risks. That's right. And testing. So you never end up looking back over your shoulder going, wait a second, 
I just spent $20,000 to make $5,000. What happens? You know, <laughs> if you listen to us, that'll never happen. And you'll never end up with a garage full of product you can't sell. And those are the two those are the two ways you kind of fall off the cliff. Those are the two cliffs on the side. We're trying to keep you in that middle road where you're, you're going forward, you're testing. It's a little slower mm-hmm. to do this because you're testing and you may end up testing a good handful of products before you find one that really works. But using this pay-per-click strategy that Rob's describing, you will find yourself in the middle of these, these gaps where very little competition, you've got some proven keywords, things could really take off for you quick once you discover one of these gaps. Mm-hmm. Um, so keep, keep talking us through it and maybe use an example of, of how someone might start off. Like, you know, where, where does this process start? Does it start with me just kind of randomly dreaming up a product and going to find some keywords that might associate with that? Or, you know, where does the course start? I haven't actually seen the content myself yet. Yeah. So one of the things with advertising, uh, Amazon and, and other types of platforms you get on, you have to do some preliminary work. So it's important to do some research. And so I do focus in at the beginning of types of products to look for, types of criteria that are going to look for those, like you're saying, areas that people aren't targeting, right? They're low competition. They have demand, but let's do some research. And again, using the tools that can help you do that. And one of the things, and before I go into further on that, so at the beginning, I kind of cover two things. One, how to do research and find the types of products that you should investigate that have low competition, but have demand. And then number two, how to create a basic listing because it's really important to, there's two things what happen when you go through and you find a product and the type of product we're looking for, like I said, is low demand, but a term that is used a lot of times is high opportunity. So this would be a keyword that you can do a search on Amazon or yeah, I'm sorry, on Amazon, do a search for that keyword and you can look and say, how many people are have that name that you're searching for in their listing and specifically the title. Because right now uh, in Amazon, the title is the biggest weighted factor of ranking power, and especially at the beginning of your title. Yeah. And and that's a huge tip just to focus there because you can easily get into other courses and tools and trainings. And and keep in mind, listener, we've got an eight-figure Amazon sales business. uh, You know, I'm not guessing when I say this, we've seen this play out over and over and over again. 95% 95% of the keyword battle is in the title. Mm-hmm. If you have the right keywords in the title, it does the bullet points, the copy, everything else that's going on below that. That is, yes, it's an important part of this factor. But if you've got the right keywords in your title, Amazon's algorithm is not as advanced as Google, for example. Mm-hmm. It's a pretty simple, straightforward algorithm that's, that's helping people find what they're looking for. And that, that algorithm really likes the right title. So if you could find a great keyword phrase and put that right in the beginning of your title, like Rob said, you've got a huge advantage over a lot of other brands and products that are trying to get that same attention. Yeah. So you may, you may have a, uh, a product that doesn't have anywhere near as many reviews, there's anywhere near as many sales, and you can get ranked very quickly if you use the right keyword phrase. And that's where doing some testing with pay-per-click is going to tell you which phrase is the most powerful for this product. So you may have products right now that are selling well for you and you want to do some pay-per-click testing just to see, should I change my title? Mm -hmm. What phrase are people actually using to search for this item? 
that's the kind of stuff we're talking about here, Rob. Am I am I getting off track or is that good? No, no, you're you're right on. And and just to take it a step before you're saying, and it is true, running pay-per-click, you will get that information. But even before you even you know decide to go down that path, you can take that keyword on Amazon and you can do, I think it's control F for um, Windows or Command F, where you put that phrase in, and you can then search for that phrase for each of the products and say, "Are these, you know, products that are listed there? Are they using that in their title, and especially mm-hmm. at the beginning?" And if you're seeing nobody using that, that that's a great opportunity. That and if you've shown or if you feel there's demand, and that'll be part of the testing uh, with the PPC, we can validate that. But that'd be a, a great keyword to target because nobody else has that in their title. And in a way, it's kind of like that golden gap, right? It has, or hopefully you're thinking it has demand, but nobody else is targeting that. It's not getting what the, at least Amazon's algorithm is saying that the people are, you know, are going to promote that particular product. So right. that's a great initial thing you can do before you even move forward into um, sponsored ads. Yeah, beautiful. Some simple testing. It doesn't cost you anything. Mm-hmm. Yep. Exactly. And tools will do that too for you, but you can do it for yourself manually. You don't need the tool to do that. You can go and do those searches. It takes a little more time, but you can do that yourself. Yeah. So that's, you know, that's all I want to talk about keyword research right now. Creating the listing, you have to think about it in two ways when you have the listing. You have to uh, appeal to two different audiences. One is Amazon's algorithm. So you have to do the things we're talking about. So Amazon's going to show your product on the listing and specifically higher up on the page, ideally if it is a feasible long-term cost, but during the testing phase, it may cost you a little bit more, but you want people to see your ad. So you have to do the things uh, to get your listing shown. But number two, you have to then also appeal to the shopper, right? Because you have to create a listing that's incentivized for people to say, I'm interested in that product. And I want to, uh, you know, click on it and potentially buy it. So images are really important in your listing because that's usually what people see initially. Um, and when you're starting out, you're probably don't, you're not going to have reviews. So you have to identify, okay, how can I make my product stand out with no reviews? A lot of times that's just having a price point a little lower than your competition. So you say, you know, I'm willing to check this product out. And then within your sales copy, you want to show the benefits. What is maybe look at your competition and what are the things they're struggling with, right? Look look at the one star, two star reviews. And if your product solves that or doesn't have that problem, you want to identify that in your bullet points and say, you know, our product does this, 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 or doesn't do this or whatever those things are and, or find out what they're doing right. Make sure you also put those things in, in the benefits that your product also do does that because when a shopper comes in, even though Amazon's shown it, you know, the sales is the game in Amazon. The more conversions you have, the more sales, they're going to reward you with a better cost per click. They're going to reward you with higher rankings. They'll start showing your product to for other high volume keywords, just doing that process. So it's like you want to get sales at the beginning because that's really important to get your ranking strategy moving forward. So yeah. that's kind of the two prior things before we even get into it that you want to focus on. That's beautiful. You know, the thing that just popped in my head when getting sales right at the beginning, that's why it's just so beautiful to have an audience outside of Amazon too that you can boost. And that's one of the, you know, all these strategies tie together. You know, I'm just, I'm yeah. thinking of the, the proven product partnering strategies where 
we had someone go to a school corporation and help that school launch its own coffee brand, for example. And that instantly gave it a boost to where it wasn't creative marketing or creative bullet points or listing, but you, you know, they, they gave them the boost and then suddenly they're selling a bunch of the product. It was this big audience over here that's they're all buying around the same period of time. And suddenly Amazon's like, wow, this product is selling well. Let's boost it up. And now you've got strangers seeing that listing. But if you knew how to optimize for pay-per-click as well, you know, these are all skills. It's like spokes on a wheel almost. You know, you get 10 or 15 spokes and you've got a wheel, but you added 40 or 50. Now you've got a really strong wheel, right? It's so these are all just little strategies. Don't feel like you have to learn all this. I don't want people to feel overwhelmed today. But the reason we're coming out with a course is so you can add this to your arsenal of a new way to research and find great products or help sell more of the products you already have. Right? Those are the two things that we're trying to, t- trying to discuss today when it comes to pay-per-click, helping you find great products or sell more of the products you already have. Yep. And if nothing else, you're going to get some great advice on how to improve your listings, yeah. what Amazon likes to see, what they don't like to see. And I love that you said you have two audiences. That's a good way to say it. You know, you've got this impersonal algorithm that Amazon's running and you've got the actual buyers that you want to make sure you're presenting. And I love that the course is going to go into that. I didn't realize you'd included that content. That's exciting. Yeah. Provenazppc.com is going to be the course. It hasn't launched yet. We're just taking people signing up right now uh, saying, hey, I want, to, I want to know more about it when it does launch. But if you're listening to this recording, maybe it has launched by the time you hear it. But uh, I'll stick that link in the show notes too. That's the course we're talking about today that Rob's helping us build out. All right, Rob, keep it going, man. Who, who else is this course for? What else are you teaching in the course? Let's, uh, let's keep telling the story. Yeah, so, so those are some of the preliminary things you want to do. Once you get into the PPC structure, like I said, focused on a lot of how to manage your ad spend, how to remove the things that are costing you a lot of money so that you feel confident that you can go in and limit your ad spend. So here's a, another tip. Um, that a lot of people don't know. And this is great during testing. One of the things we're going to do is set up multiple campaigns and each of them will have a dollar value. And let's just say we're using $30 for each campaign and you're going to do four campaigns. That's $120 potentially if you maximized everything. There is a setting in Campaign Manager under Advertising Settings that you can go in there and toggle. It's, It's off by default. And you could say, max I want to spend per day is 30. So you can go in there and say, daily global cap, set it to $30. Once you hit 30 or whatever that dollar amount is, your ads will stop showing for all your campaigns. So it allows you now to move forward and confident that I've got X number of dollars per day over a time period that I'm not going to exceed that. And so that really helps manage that control. And I think a lot of people could use that because they don't even know that it exists and they struggle with not able to manage the excess spend that they're doing. Yeah. And that's, that's a great tip for any pay-per-click. I think any pay-per-click program out there, because people get nervous yeah. and they think, well, this thing's just going to run out of control and empty my bank account. No, you can set daily limits you know, for each ad or the global campaign limit, meaning that this is all I want to spend per day. You could set it as low as you'd like and test very simply. Uh, that's and we encourage you to do that. You really want to do that because if you just say, "Hey, send all the traffic you want. Here's my ad. I'll check in on it tomorrow." You could end up spending more money than you'd planned on. That's right. <laughs> that's right. Exactly. So that that is something people should look into doing. Now, after the the testing phase, you may not want to limit that. If you can exceed, and um, I also look at 
sponsored ads after the testing phase to be really an investment, um, not an expense. Because if it's working right, for every dollar you spend, you should see some form of a multiple of that. Um, yeah, ideally, if you can spend a dollar and make two, if you have your campaign structured right, that's a great opportunity. And you don't want to say, I only want to spend $30 if I know I'm going to make 60 on that. I want to keep you know, you know, as much money you had to keep increasing that. So that's, you know, you, need, you have to make a decision whether you want to toggle that or not. But if campaigns are running well, you want to have that concept, that paradigm, I guess, of it is really an investment moving forward. And we talk about in the course how to structure things so that you can be successful moving forward after the testing phase. But during the course, when we start out, we want to make sure people have the confidence. It's structured in a way that it's not overwhelming. Um, if you follow other people, other strategies, techniques, other people talking about PPC, sometimes it can get very complex of all the different types of campaigns and how the focus and, and targeting. So we're trying to keep it that there's a great framework there to allow you to take action because sometimes people won't take action, one, on the dollar spent, and two, they're overwhelmed with everything that has to happen. So we're going to keep it very simple when we're doing it. We're going to create one, and I'll talk about these in a moment, one auto campaign and then three manual campaigns, one an exact phrase, um, one a broad match, and then one a phrase match campaigns under the manual. And as part of the testing, the one the manual campaigns, we're going to pick a, a basic seed keyword, our main keyword we want to target. We're going to run tests against that, against that, see how it performs. The broad and phrase match are just have different variations of that seed keyword and see if we can find some other opportunities around that that you might be able to get at a higher you know, impression rate, more searches, or a lower cost per click or a combination thereof. And the auto campaign is a great tool to do data mining for you, to find opportunities that you didn't even think about in your initial research. So Amazon will actually show these ads to other products they think customers are, you know, are interested in. And so that's a great way to find opportunities that you may even, it may even turn out be better than the originals that you had. So there's, there's, those are the type of campaigns that we're going to create to do during that testing phase to find both the validate the data that you have and then find potential other opportunities uh, throughout that. The second part that happens in the testing phase that um, affects people a lot of times or they're concerned about is uh, data. You know, you have to interpret the data. And the main tool we use is the, the search term report. And that's the one that Jim was talking about before. Where Amazon will tell you what the actual customer search terms that the customer typed into the search bar. You'll see what that is how your ad performed, how many impressions it got, what was the cost per click, if you got any sales. You know, that's not our goal initially, but you know, it's invariably that you will get sales, which is, which is fine, but you will see that data. And what I do in the course is break it down. You don't have to be a data analyst to figure this out. It's very simple. We go over and take it step by step of the things you need to look at and filter that data down and then after a seven-day period, then make that decision based on your budget and goals. Should I continue forward with that? Hey, I wanted to take a quick break in this episode to let you know about our latest sponsor. I'm talking about your tasker, U-R-T-A-S-K-E-R. 
If you're selling on Amazon, eBay, Shopify, or Walmart, and you have an established brand, you're looking to grow, you need a team. Well, hey, if you're doing $50,000 or so a month or more in sales, you could cut your costs dramatically, boost your productivity by outsourcing tasks like pay-per-click management, listing optimization, customer service, inventory management. That's what they do at Your Tasker. Again, you are T-A-S. K-E-R. They're managing 250 accounts of great online sellers like you, and they're unique in a few different ways. Everyone on their team is an e-commerce trained specialist, trained in the latest strategies that will make your business grow. If you want to have a free consultation with these guys, which I highly recommend if you're qualified, give them a call. What do you got to lose? Just chat with them. They can help you grow. They've got a great team standing by ready. I've got a link in the show notes today or just go to U-R-T-A-S-K-E-R.com, yourtasker.com. Tell them I sent you. You're going to love these guys. We just introduced potentially several new vocabulary words to, to folks. Can we go through and let's use like a, a keyword phrase, example, the manual campaign. And, you know, just let's just talk through like a sample keyword phrase. Like maybe we use our yellow dog dish example and Perfect. talk through as best we can. Now, what I don't want to do here is try to try to give everybody, you know, 30 new words for your vocabulary. It's really not as complicated as it sounds right. when you're talking it through. Once you see it demonstrated and you've got it up on your screen, which is what this course is going to do. That's right. This, none of this is complicated, guys. It really isn't. But they do have new words that they've created for the, you know, every column needs a name and every every piece of data needs a name. Really, all we're talking about here is I'm going to spend a few dollars to get my product listed higher in Amazon's rankings. Right. Can I make that pay off or not? Is it worth the investment? That's all, that's all we're talking about here. Can I discover some new exciting keyword phrases that way? Mm-hmm. That's all we're talking about here. Now, there's some vocabulary you have to learn to go along with it. But let's take a specific example. Yeah. Let's say I'm super excited about this yellow dog dish thing. Okay. No, let's just use that as an example and kind of talk it through using some of those phrases that you just introduced. Yeah, so we go into specifics in the course, but yeah, let's use yellow dog dish. Let's say that's the keyword we're interested in. We think based on any research, anything that we've done, that that's the, the keyword that we want to target. So first thing we would do in the listing is put that at the beginning of our title. So you want to put yellow dog dish at the beginning of your title, the first five to six words um, you know, to get that in there. Then you would create an exact match manual campaign and target, and you you specify what keyword do you want to have that you're going to target. An exact match means just that, exactly that phrase. So if you had yellow dog dish, if somebody typed in that into the search bar, yellow dog dish, your ad is eligible to be shown for people that are searching for that. If they typed in yellow doggy dish, your ad will not appear because we're talking exact match. That's what exact match means. We only want our ad to appear when this exact phrase is used. That's what exact match is. That's right. And that campaign, that one we're using is to really validate the data that we think we got maybe from tools or whatever to make sure that we're getting the data we expect for that particular keyword. 
is because Amazon is going to tell you exactly how many people per day are typing in that exact phrase. And that's how we found many golden gaps, guys. Yeah. Is we say, hey, let's let's test this phrase. I think I've got a good phrase here. Yep. I think there's a fr- I think there's a lot of people using this phrase and there's not a lot of products. Let's test it. There's no tool out there that can give you that data until you run an exact match manual campaign test ad. And then the Amazon's going to tell you, here's exactly how many people per day are typing that phrase. And you know, for $5, you can know, <laughs> wow, this is a great keyword. Yeah. And, and so related to that is you would then create also a phrase and broad match around that campaign. So yellow dog dish, a phrase match campaign would be that phrase has to stay in the same order. So you could say, small yellow dog dish, if it is in the phrase match, that would be eligible because you can put words at the beginning and at the end of your phrase to make it eligible for your ad to show up. But the same, the phrase order has to remain in order. Exactly. And I'll restate what you just said that, you know, so if a customer comes along and says, small yellow dog dish for my Pekingese, Mm -hmm. your ad's going to show. That's right. Because they used a much longer phrase than what you were targeting, but your phrase was in there. Yeah. And just one clarification, your ad may show, it's eligible to show. Some factors like bidding is a factor. So if, if, if the bid rate is a dollar and you bid, say, 25 cents, even though your ad is eligible, it may not show. And we go into details about bidding and how to structure that, but, but um, potentially it would show for that. It is at least eligible for that. Exactly. When you're testing as a tip, make your bid price high. Set your daily spend low make your bid price. I'm going to outbid everybody because all I need is three or four days worth of data. I don't care what everyone else is willing to spend every month ongoing. You know, they've got their big ad budgets. I got my $10 a day budget, but I'm going to identify the hot phrases. That means you're typically going to be bidding really high and don't let that scare you. Go ahead and go in there at $8. You know, it doesn't matter. You want to be the highest. Now they're not going to charge you that price, but that's just saying, Hey, I'm willing Anytime my phrase is eligible, I want it shown because I'm testing. I want accurate data. So you're going to be the highest bidder, but you're only going to run it for a very short time. Yeah. And in in the course, we recommend $3. The types of products and things that we're testing shouldn't have to have a charge more than $3. If you are, then that product that you select is probably too competitive for the type of product that we're... Exactly. That's a great point. Yeah. 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 My $8 was kind of just an exaggerated example, but yeah, you don't want to be paying that much per click during a testing phase. If If something truly is, I mean, now you're talking about the most competitive products and you want to avoid those, you know, it's going to be a dogfight just to get into the top 500 on some products. That's right. And just, if we talked about the bid, even if you bid $3, if everybody else that's running ads is running and saying they're bidding a dollar, that doesn't mean then you're going to, Amazon will automatically charge you three. Exactly. They'll charge you closer to that dollar. You'll be higher than what those are because you said you would pay up to $3. So maybe you're going to get charged, you know, dollar ten, dollar twenty. Just like on eBay, if you've ever bought something on eBay, like, hey, I'm willing to pay up to a hundred bucks for that. So you put in your bid. That's right. And the next closest guy is only 25. Well, when it closes, you're going to buy it for $26, not a hundred. That's right. 26, just barely ahead of the next lowest bidder. That's right. But it's just saying, hey, I'm serious. I'm here. I don't want to sit here and go back and forth a thousand times trying to get the the highest bid. I'm just going to put in one, what I'm willing to pay and let eBay automatically 
ramp my bids up. Amazon does the same thing. Yep. So that's what you're willing to pay, not what you're necessarily going to pay. Yep. We'll dive in a little deeper in the weeds than I'd hope to, but I think for people who are paying attention with their thinking caps on today, hopefully they're getting a lot more confident about experimenting with Amazon's paid ads. It's, you know, don't be intimidated by it. Jump in there and play with it. Set a daily limit. Jump in there and play around a little bit with it. Go ahead. Keep going, Rob. Yeah. Um, and just one variation. We, talk, we were talking about yellow dog bowl. Dog, dog dish? Dog bowl? <laughs> Whatever it was. Um, hey, we'll, we'll test and figure out which is better. That's the whole point, right? It's a better one. That's right. Uh, so a broad match campaign has to have the, four, uh, the three words there, yellow dog and dish, but they could be reversed. They could have words in between them. So yellow, small dog, big dish or something would still be eligible because you had all three words in there, even though you had some in between, you can also have words uh, outside those uh, that people put in. But as long as you had those three words in there, your ad would be eligible. So that's the broadest sense, sense around that keyword phrase, looking for other opportunities and seeing how they perform. All right. So someone typed in, a shopper typed into the Amazon search bar, dog dish for my yellow guinea pig. Yeah. Your ad's going to show because yeah. the words are all in there. It wasn't in the right order and it wasn't necessarily what we were thinking they were going to say. But people do use, they do use the Amazon search field the same way a lot of people use Google. That's right. We've discovered that for sure. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, I need Christmas gifts for my nephew. <laughs> people right. type phrases like that into Amazon and you can discover some magic in there right. with some of these keyword phrases. So yeah, you're, you're, we're definitely doing it. We're looking for hot phrases. Yeah, exactly. And like you just said, you use your mind what you think you would put in there, but you'd be surprised when you start looking at the search term report, what people are, are typing in is like things that I would never, ever think about. So that gives you great opportunities because there is those potential golden gaps. All of a sudden it's like, wow, this got shown so many times that nobody else is targeting this particular keyword phrase. So there's great opportunities there. And then laid it to kind of the most broad uh, campaign is the auto campaign. And in this case, you don't specify keywords. You just say, Amazon, here's my product. You show it to people that you think best match what my product is. And they determine you know, what your product is, the algorithm does based on what you have in your listing. And they give the power ranking to, to what's in your title. You know, so they're saying this is what they believe based on their algorithm, what the product is. Then they go through and they have all kinds of different ways to then take that information and then show it to other customers for other types of search terms they think is related to that product that you have created and what you've put into your particular uh, uh, product listing. The auto campaign though, be careful because sometimes people have the misconception um, that auto means automatic as in set it and forget it. And that's the worst <laughs> thing to do because in most cases where you're going to really spend a ton of money that you didn't plan is in the auto campaign because you're not controlling the keywords. Amazon's just going out and throwing it out to whatever they think it is. And then usually in the first day or so, whatever your budget is, you almost always will exceed it because Amazon will find keywords that they think customers are, are searching for. 
But in the in the course, we you can identify that really quick after the first 24 hours in that search term report. You can see that keyword that's that just drained your budget or it took a big chunk of it, and you can say, "I don't want to do that." You, it's called creating a negative match, and you're telling Amazon, "Don't show my product for that keyword anymore." And you can do that for multiple products, and you keep refining that down within the auto campaign to products or our keywords that are doing performing well, giving you a low cost per click and, and have volume to the uh, searches. And it is also relevant to your product because even though you might have a low cost per click and you're getting impressions, if it's not really relevant to your product, you don't want to target that e- either because Amazon's thinking it's there. But when you get into trying to sell it, conversion is a big issue in sales, like I said before. And so even though the, those two numbers may look great, you don't want to target that moving forward because your, your metrics will start dropping. So you want to make sure you, that the you know, keywords that Amazon does tell you are relevant to your product. Yeah, beautiful. Well, you know, I, I think this is one of those episodes where if folks listen to it a second time, <laughs> yeah. a lot of this will start to make a lot of sense. Yeah. But they really, going through a course where someone's demonstrating on the screen exactly how all this works, what to look for, and we're not using pay-per-click. We're not using Amazon paid ads the way most people are out there teaching them. Again, if you go, if you went and bought 50 courses on Amazon pay-per-click today, 48 of them will be talking about how to sell more of the products you've already committed to. Yeah, That's not what we're talking about today. Although our content will help you in that direction. What we're talking about is how to find underserved keywords and then take advantage of those niche markets. And we're stepping you right through it with far more detail than we ever have before in any of our other courses or content, exactly how that works. Um, I think this is going to be brilliant content, but that's about as long as I want to expect people to keep their thinking cap on today, especially those who are new to the concept of pay-per-click marketing. Don't be intimidated by it. Set your daily limits. And even something you just said, you're going to overspend your budget uh, on the... Um, First day or so. On the, yeah. But you know, if you say, Amazon, here's the day, my daily limit, they won't go over that. That's right. They won't. So they, at no point do you give Amazon the opportunity to spend more than what your cap is. Because I just want to make sure we clarify that point. There's nothing scary happening here as long as you set your daily spend limit going in, which is a great tip Rob shared with yeah. us today. So get in there and play around with it. Experience some of those new exciting phrases that Amazon's going to introduce when you start playing with pay-per-click, they're going to make some pretty powerful suggestions. And I would argue it's better than any tool. You know, if you're not using Amazon's own search algorithm to help you find new, creative, exciting keyword phrases for your product, you shouldn't be buying any tools until you're using at least Amazon's data because Amazon's the one that has the data. All the other tools out there are guessing. Right. So you need to learn this basic step. Yeah, I, I use the tool as a filtering mechanism, right? It's just a way. There's you know millions and hundreds of millions of products out there, and you know a lot of products that don't even exist yet on Amazon. But I use it a way to help me kind of narrow it down. And again, I'm doing the trust but verify. Their data is correct, but I know it's an estimate, so I need to validate it on Amazon. So that's the way I use the tool. But you don't need it for sure. But it is a, a probably a helpful point that may help you go faster, you know, because, you know, it has, I think, a less trial and error in, in a lot of these because in some of these estimates are right on or really close. Oh, so sure. you know, it helps you. Sure. But a lot sure. of times they're way off too. Well, I just, I just know that there's a lot of people who got into selling on Amazon by first buying a tool. 
Yeah, oh, gotcha. And they spend a lot of money and they rely on that tool. And it's, it, it's, some of the tools are great. You know, they're sponsors of this podcast. They come to our events. They've helped a lot of people. But if that's the first thing you're doing before you've even signed up for Amazon's paid ads and, and played around in there, it doesn't cost you anything except the price of the ads that you're testing. That's where the real data is. All these tools are pulling from that data. That's right. So get in there and learn that. It mm-hmm. doesn't cost you. You don't have to pay monthly for that. You just get in there and run some ads on the stuff that you're trying to sell. And you can learn a lot. Uh, so I'm excited we're going to be adding this course soon. I yeah. think it's going to, to, to help a lot of people find a lot of exciting niche markets and sell more of the products they have as well, of course. But well, Rob, I, I want to wrap this episode up. And I think we're going to have to have you back again, though, because this yeah. is something we could do for hours. But, That's right. Yeah. But I, I can kind of detect when it's like, okay, time to take the thinking caps off, guys. That's a lot of new words today. <laughs> <laughs> but you did, a, you did a great job. And, and uh, anything else you want to do as we, as we uh, kind of land this plane, Rob? Anything else pop into mind that you wanted to be, co- be able to cover today? Yeah, just one last thing. And it kind of seems obvious, but sometimes it's not always, uh, is that when you're running sponsored ads to collect the data, you need somebody to click on your ad. It can't just show and nobody does anything with it because the data, you won't know what that search term was. It doesn't get into this, uh, the search term report unless somebody clicks on your ad. So that's really important. And that's why we talked about having it visually appealing with the images and making it that a shopper wants to buy that because that's the way you collect the data. You have to have somebody click on your ad. Right. Right. Yeah. Amazon gives you a lot more data once you start getting clicks. So that's right. a, good, a good photograph even matters. That's right. Because uh, so, that's showing. But yeah, great tips today, man. Great tips. And, and for the listeners who are hanging with us today, this was, a, this was a meteor episode. If you're new to selling online or new to Amazon, this episode felt a little over your head. That's okay. It was pretty deep today. But this is the kind of things you're going to be learning on this journey. Uh, we have a lot of people in our community. I feel like the, it, it's necessary to say this at this point. They've never done any paid ads on Amazon and they've built an incredible business. Mm-hmm. But we're just saying, here's another really cool way to go in and find great products that you can sell and sell more of the stuff you're already selling. And maybe if you're selling on Amazon right now, you've got a fairly robust business and you're not using paid ads yet, you've got to get into this because it can completely change. You know, Once you have the ability to change a $1 bill into a $5 bill, <laughs> you know, right. how many dollar bills are you going to put in? Exactly. And that's what we're talking about today. So, hey, thanks, Rob, for hanging out with just a great introduction to this topic that we haven't hit in quite some time. Yeah. Yeah. You're very welcome. I'm glad to be here. Yeah. And we're going to have you back in the course, provenazppc.com. That's going to be in the show notes. And go sign up if it hasn't launched yet. We'll get you on the waiting list. It's not going to be pricey, guys. It's going to be a tremendous investment if you're selling on Amazon. Uh, we really want you to be in there. And Rob's going to be on hand to answer any questions you have. Yep, yep. But, uh, hey, business building warriors, God bless you. You know we're in your corner. We can't wait to hear your success story. So send us your feedback. Leave us reviews on whatever your favorite listening platform is. And this is one of those episodes too. Uh, I should have mentioned earlier, it's on YouTube as well. We did the video thing today. So jump over and you can see it on YouTube as well. But hey, we'll have another episode for you real soon. Thanks for hanging out with us today. And uh, I'll see you soon. Hey, one last thing before I let you go. I want to remind you about today's sponsor. Big thanks to your tasker, spelled U-R-T-A-S-K-E-R.com. Go to their website, get a free consultation. If your business is selling more than $50,000 per month on eBay, Amazon, Shopify, or Walmart, and these guys can help you with those daily tasks and you can really grow. It's time to get 
a team. Give your tasker a shout and tell them I sent you. Thanks for sponsoring the show today, guys. We appreciate it. Thank you for listening to Silent Sales Machine Radio. Visit SilentJim.com for a link to our free newsletter, our free Facebook group, and all of our resources mentioned on today's show.